Well, welcome to the threesome, y'all. This is the podcast where the three of us try to talk about at least three topics each week. If this is your first time finding us, welcome. And we're glad you're here. If you are back for more of all the fabulousness that is us, we appreciate you too, and you are the real MVP. <laughs> so, this the sultry voice you're about to hear is our point person, an optimistic realist. We call her Star. Hey, the artist. Her. Absolutely. <laughs> and the dulcet baritone you just heard and shall hear again is our man in the middle, our voice of reason. We call him Magic. I go insane, crazy sometimes, trying to keep you from losing your mind. <laughs> That's a losing battle. Don't I know it. <laughs> and bringing up the rear as always, I, of course, identify as the pragmatic contrarian of our group, and they call me Storm. Time. Get it, get it. I know. Right? Ready. She was turning into BMX. We gonna pay you double this week. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I have a math question. Sure. A bat and a ball cost one dollar and ten cent. The bat is one dollar more than the ball. How much does the ball cost? Ten cents. Wrong. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. What? Okay, say no. it again. I'm sorry. There's a bat and a ball. Together, they cost a dollar and ten cent. The bat costs ten cent more than the ball. How much is the ball? The bat costs a dollar more than the ball. Sorry. How much is the ball? We'll get back to that. So, intro to the show. Hey, <laughs> how y'all doing? <laughs> I mean, I. Uh... I might have had a little bit of a gummy before we started this. <laughs> you up here asking me questions that I'm like, I, like I lost you halfway through that story. So it's okay. okay. As a nerd, it took me a minute. And I don't have the excuse of being elevated, but I do have the excuse of being tired. <laughs> um, right. I am drained. Like I am not operating on all cylinders this week. So let's go get this thing going. Um, so this is supposed to be my weekend. I'm up on the rotation once again. And you all have to forgive me because I'm kind of working off the cuff a little bit, but I hope you enjoyed it nonetheless. First of all, do we have any church announcements? Apparently, I'm the 12th best rapper in Richmond. <laughs> yeah, that's some BS. Um, <sighs> we are. Uh, Rewind the tape. For, for those paying attention, uh, Mr. Mr. Magic here performed uh, over the weekend and. They 
what did they say? You were 12th place, which is some BS. Yeah. Keep in mind, as I stated to him, I'm not one of those people that just amp people up because they my folk. I have way too much uh, respect for music in general. Thank you. Tell your friends they're whack. Yeah. To hype up bullshit. Um, If you suck, I may not say, you suck, but I'm going to (laughs) give an honest critique, nonetheless. (laughs) uh, That was some BS, but we discussed also how anything in the arts, rather music and otherwise, when it comes to public stuff like that um, and judges, a lot of times popularity edges out over talent. And um, anytime you got the crowd vote, you had a whole bunch of other motherfuckers listening, just the judges. <laughs> the judges ain't. I'm cool it. with it. So, anyway, um, I mean, I mean, I mean, because before the competition, they had you ranked as what? Twenty sixth. Honestly, I don't. I don't ever so, use politics I mean, as an excuse. Just whatever the video comes out, y'all should watch it. It's funny. Yeah, but I mean, whatever it is, you uh, grossly overachieved from what they <laughs> expected. So you know, clearly um, you took them by surprise. Uh, uh, I don't want to get too deep into it. I've already had a discussion with the judges. I've seen them rap. I'm good now. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah, I'm not using <laughs> politics as an excuse, and I don't use politics as necessarily an excuse. It is the reality of things. But they like, exist, yeah. Yeah. That, there's a lot of artists out there that uh, have all the hype in the world, and you know they're not necessarily the best in their chosen craft, they just got a lot of people to hype them up, and so oh, shit. All that don't make me start calling names. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, any other churches announcement? Any other church announcement? Um, I can't. Can't think of any. Uh, I do have one. Um. And if I don't, if I haven't gotten figured out by now, this one may get me figured out. Whoever, however, <laughs> rest in peace, Sparrow. Um, Sparrow is a local, local, well-known poet here in the Metro Detroit area. Um, he was doing his thing for years. He was sweet with it, and um, supposedly, you know. A lot of folks loved him, had his back, and all this other stuff. But, and here's one of the reasons why, or the main reason why I'm even bringing this dude up is, disclaimer, um, I, I did not dislike dude. I'll just say uh, his last 10 or so years, we did not see eye to eye, and that's that, okay? However... For as many of your poetry brothers and sisters who was always hyping you up, said they had your back, this, this, that, and the other, for for as many of your poetry brothers and sisters who 
you've helped along the way. All you was asking for was like 75, I think it was like, I'm sorry, $4,500 on a GoFundMe less than a month before you passed, trying to keep your place, trying to pay your medical bills. And these motherfuckers only came up with $1,200. Um, that mm. is disgusting. Um, that is disgusting just from the sheer numbers of people who so-called supported this man. But, you know, that's how it is. When you giving your art away for free, you know, people love you or whatever. But when you start charging, then you find out who really got your back. And yep. um, he did a lot of open mics. He did. He won some awards. He won some open, you know, poetry night Um uh, he won a, quite a few of them. You know what I mean? Um, he had books and all of this other stuff. But again, you start attaching a price tag, then folks show you what they really feel about you. Um, hey, I've, I've been financially challenged for a minute on many different occasions. And if it's somebody that I really believe in, I'm coming up with that 10, 15 or whatever to support their cause. So, yeah, whatever. <clears throat> but... Uh, for those out there listening and don't know who I who it is that I'm talking about, my point is the arts need support. Pay the artist. You understand what I'm saying? And that's not even just in, you know, when they selling or primarily when they selling something or having shows and all that other stuff. But you can't say that you're a fan or that you uh, love and respect this person and support this person and not put a dollar in their pocket. And my, my my thing is easily out of all the people who so-called love this man, uh, they call themselves being in some sort of brotherhood as far as like the poetry community or whatever. Easily he should have been able to come up with that money even if each of them only donated $5. So I just think that sucks and that's the end of that. Um, Amen to pay the artist An artist Stop doing shit for free You know what Pay everybody I mean pay the damn Writers I mean, It's gotten ridiculous Where people just want something for nothing like, Not the lazy people Don't pay them Well I mean well. You can pay them I mean but you could also fire them So <laughs> <laughs> All right, what we'll, topics are we on? We'll get to the second um, half real of the quick. artist later. Yeah, real, real, real quick. I have a couple of pop culture okay. items uh, to run past y'all. Uh, care or don't care? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, I'm mailing my Travis own. Kelsey's jersey sales have increased 400% since Taylor Swift showed up at his uh, football game. Do y'all think that relationship is real or couldn't care less? Couldn't care less. Couldn't care less. About him or her. Um, I hear shake like a skateboard with no wheels. Okay. (laughs) I, I both think that this is not a real relationship for various reasons and don't care simultaneously. Okay, so 
<laughs> okay, so um, Kylie and Travis have officially changed Don't their care. son's name. Um, the little boy is one and some change. I think he'll be two. Uh, I thought that was his name. January or February? <laughs> you silly. But um, no, his name was Wolf. Mm. Wolf Jacques. <laughs> Wolf Jacques Webster, which I guess is Travis. I don't know where the Webster comes to. Um, but they changed it to Air Webster. Air with an E, by the way, because... <sighs> Gotta differentiate from the actual thing. Um... I don't even know who these people are. No. Okay. Yeah, don't any, care. Yeah. Any commentary on people changing their children's names um, at that age? Just say no listen, to drugs and alcohol. Listen, um, that's just, I mean, there's nothing different to There's no difference in that to me than them naming them you know, eyeball stuff when they're born. Um, <clears throat> I feel like, you know, whatever these celebrities do, especially these well celebrity, these well established celebrities who their families probably can live off their money for the next several generations. Um, you know, it, whatever. Who cares, right? Because they don't have to fill out an applic uh, job application, and if they do. They're well-known anyway, so their name doesn't even matter. But for these common, everyday folks who are trying to follow by way of these celebrities and naming your kids crazy shit, don't do it. Okay, well, I Yeah, we're those. Y'all ain't never heard of nicknames? What's wrong with these people? I, I agree with you in that, A, <laughs> I don't care about these people. Uh, but, B, as far as naming kids, well, see, here's my thing with kids. <laughs> they gotta go to school well I mean aside from just naming them crazy shit I'm intrigued by the idea that you let your child's personality determine <laughs> you know what that's I mean that's how you the get name. nicknames well exactly but I mean I'm just intrigued by that idea just a little bit because I've known some people who have been named some things and I'm like that's crazy because I would never look at you and see that. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It's an intriguing, <laughs> it's an intriguing concept to me, but I mean, just decide on something that's not stupid before the child is born. <laughs> put it, put it on the birth certificate and, you know, keep it moving. And like magic said, you know, give him a nickname. Mm. Okay. Um, last one. Um, care or don't care? Well, probably don't care. But um, Tyrese is currently suing Teddy Pendergrass's widow uh, over the rights to um, the late Teddy P's biopic. What does he have to do with it? Well, right. Okay. Um, here's the thing. So the two of them, according to Tyrese, 
had an agreement that um, if Tyrese's company agreed to invest in um, some of her projects and Tyrese uses his celebrity status to promote those projects um, and to promote Teddy's legacy, that she would then in turn give him the rights to, to the book, well, to a book and a movie. And that um, he held up his part of the bargain, but after a few years, um, she, uh, she refused to give him the rights. So now he's suing her. Good luck, Black yeah. Tie. All right. <laughs> yeah, rich, rich people problems. Obviously. Not, I'm not going to say I don't care, but, you know, call me when they resolve it. And then, yeah. I got real problems yeah. in my regular life. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean. It's slightly interesting to me. I mean, it's very interesting to me. Well, you know, I love legal shit to begin with. And um, to the extent, you know, like, I, like I'd like i love to see the actual documents in, to, in this case and see whether or not this was a written contract or a verbal contract and, you know, who witnessed it, how they're going to enforce it, or if this is just not what happened. You know what I mean? Like... That kind of stuff is fascinating to me. So I don't know. Maybe I'll see it on the Law and Crime Network at some point. Okay. That was all. Sorry. <clears throat> so for my first topic, okay, let me get the, the, the heavy stuff out the way. Um, my first topic was a news thing that I saw earlier today that just absolutely disgusted me. And I know that this type of stuff goes on. Um, I just don't know what be on folks' mind when they do stupid shit like this. Okay? So, in New York, a one-year-old boy fell ill and later died, and three other children got sick from an apparent opioid exposure last week. Now, these children were at an um, at-home daycare um, called Divino Nino. And um, apparently the house was also being used as a drug stash uh, place. Okay? Um... There were narcotics, including fentanyl and drug paraphernalia that were under some flooring. And I guess maybe, you know, fentanyl, as for folks that don't know, it don't take much to kill you. It, do, it, do, it takes like no. a whiff uh, yeah. to kill you, and especially for like a one-year-old. So apparently something wasn't sealed correctly or whatever. They came too close to the trap door because it's not even that the trap door was even exposed. But... Um, the vapors, fumes, whatever, were in the air, I suppose. One-year-old got sick and passed away, and three others were fell ill. Um, mm. Listen, okay, for you people who, who, you know, live these lifestyles, it's like, you know, you can't have a fucking daycare and a drug house. Like, what? I don't even understand. 
And despite the right. fact that this child fell ill, like, you know, what if somebody decided that they knew where the drugs was, didn't give a damn about the kids and decided that they was going to come and hit that spot? You know, like folks just really do not think when they or do they stuff. really do not care. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's one yeah, it's yeah, it's probably a little bit of both, and I just think that that's real, real, real sad. Um, little boy didn't even get a chance to live his life because, um, and I that wasn't even his parents. That was, you know, somebody they entrusted to watch their kids. But that's a whole nother thing. Um, I was gonna say the extent to which I would hunt them down and end their lives. Yeah, um, but. Not only you've always had to be careful about where you put your kids, but there's probably going to be more unfortunate stories of kids being injured in these makeshift daycares for the simple fact that come, come tomorrow. Okay. The government is ending the COVID rescue uh, dollars for a lot of these daycares. Uh, to even stay open. And what they estimate is 70,000 daycares will more than likely have to close their doors uh, around the country once this money ends. I do understand that you can't just keep, you know, uh, pouring money into, um, you know, these different situations. However, <laughs> into helping people, I, but wars, shit, take it all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and in th in this case where COVID is still a factor, I mean they they're talking about you know resurgence in cases and 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 things like that. And the country yeah, has not recovered COVID. Huh? Two of my coworkers have COVID. Yeah, the country has not recovered as a whole. I mean, it's still very active. It may not be in the numbers that it once was, but a lot of these businesses still haven't recovered. And daycare is is essential, you know, for parents to be able to work. And so them even, I understand the government is also under threat of shutdown and all of this other stuff because of the budget and you know, but again, like he just stated, you want to pour all this money in the wars, but you can't rescue the daycares. You rest, you rescue the financial institutions, but you can't save the daycares. You can rescue the auto work, the uh, the big three, but you can't save the freaking daycare so people can work. So that's going to um, increase, you know, these jackleg uh the numbers of these jackleg daycares where people are going to have to make the tough choice of putting their kids in maybe a place that they, uh, you know, don't necessarily deem the best, but they got to work to be able to keep a roof over their heads. Like, America, please. Like, what are y'all doing? Like, oh, I just don't understand. But I'm going to get up off of that. <clears throat> I feel like the people who ran that daycare braid hair too. I don't know why. Yeah, probably braid hair and sell meals out the back and a whole bunch of other shit. And listen, as a person who has been a multiple hustle person, <laughs> I get the multiple hustle. But, you know, you can't endanger people or you shouldn't endanger people 
with your multiple hustle. I remember, um, I remember my ex and I used to sell meals like at a plant or whatever, and everything like got cooked in our kitchen. And I am one of those type of people that because I come from a restaurant background, I am super anal when it comes to the kitchen and making sure that stuff is clean, you know, um, and, and, and sanitized and whatever. And just because I ran it out of my house didn't make that, you know, didn't make me lapse because my thought was, okay, the average healthy adult could maybe survive minor food poisoning or whatever. <laughs> Even if that did close down my business, they might be all right. But what if some kid gets a hold of my cornbread or my pound cake? Or what if some elder, you know, gets a hold to my short ribs or something and I didn't properly clean, sanitize, and keep stuff straight. You know, a lot of them get taken out. Babies and elders get taken out by food poison every single year. So the same stuff that I did at work, I did at home. You know what I mean? Make sure everything was good, sanitized, clean, whatever, whatever, because, yeah, you just, you you never know. But a lot Some of people, people hungry this like time buffets. of night. Huh? You said I said that's why I don't like buffets. Oh my god, buffets are like. Listen, we are. Oh, I know this is totally off the subject, but we were talking about uh, a friend of mine was talking about buffets and uh, old country buffet and stuff like that, and Ugh. we um <clears throat> we got to talking about old school buffets, and we had one here, and I don't know if it was nation nationwide, but it was called the Sweden House, <clears throat> and. The Sweden House was just like what it sounded. It it had a Dutch feel to it, you know, whatever, whatever. And to me, as a kid walking in that place, there was nothing about that place that said, let's go eat. I mean, from like the decor <laughs> to the smell of the food to the look of the food. But for some reason you, or another, girl, people flocked to that place. Girl, um, you you know that I understand because you know there's that restaurant I will not eat at because I don't like their sign. Oh, <laughs> there's like, a couple. Is, Which one is it? Remind me. The Rams horn. Oh, like the Rams horn. Yeah. I'm like that. I'm like I look at that sign and I know they're serving bland food in there. <laughs> and to me, that said, that's the the, the the Sweden House is the same thing. They used to. Make these little uh, restaurants. They look like little sweet Swedish cottages on the outside. Like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe appealing to other cultures, but I'm just like, how did this become a black thing? Like, I don't understand. I mean, but maybe I think too much because it's like nothing that said Sweden House would appeal to me. Um, and especially yeah. not the petri dish that was happening. Oh <laughs> no. And that was before, keep in mind, that was before sneeze guards. Like, when yeah. we were little, they, sneeze guards hadn't always been in place. People were just breathing and eh. uh, <laughs> whatever. But buffets are one of those things that are um, slowly but surely going by way of the dodo after COVID because people just, they don't trust them no more and they should have never trusted them. Uh, they shouldn't have trusted them to begin with. Yeah. I mean, except Golden Corral because, I mean... If anything nefarious happened, you could stand there for like a minute and a half and they'll bring out something new. So, 
Yeah, Golden Corral is one of those that even before COVID, they kind of got it. You know, and they took a little yeah. Bit. That's what I'm saying. That's the only buffet that I would I would eat at because they were constantly switching out food. <laughs> yeah, they took Whereas, some of the ick out of buffet dining, but exactly. Anyway, um, <sighs> so on to next topic. So oh. I picked oh, up. A, go ahead. Um, I picked up a book, and it was a congratulations. Book, you know, blackness. I knew it. Um, but I picked up this book, um, maybe a couple of weeks ago or whatever, and it was a photography book. So I'm always picking up stuff like that. But it was called. It's called. I fought the law and it is basically a book, uh, you know, taking pictures of people, of, uh, people doing things that are, um, weird laws illegal? like on the books. Oh, they're breaking the law, you know? Yeah. That's what I said, illegal. Yeah. Strange laws that are on the book. So I've looked up a couple of these strange laws, um, and I'm just tripping on some of them, and so I figure we discuss them here. First one is there's a Michigan law that states a wife's hair legally belongs to her husband. A woman isn't allowed to cut her own hair without her husband's permission. What state is this? Michigan. Oh, keep them hoes in check. That's why the pimp is the pimp in him. I get it now. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> stripping the um, gators on. All right, I see it. <laughs> well, I mean, I used to tell any man who felt like he could tell me what I could and could or what I should and should not do with my hair. <laughs> Keep on I'm like I'm like I will follow your advice if you commit to, to showing up at my house every morning and dealing with it. Get a no? provide kill all that. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, keep Ain't on about you. Um that's some that's some BS. Um and it's crazy because there's a lot of men who feel like that. Um, yeah. There's a lot of men who feel like that anyway. <laughs> yeah. I have a friend who feels like that and it just amazes me. But anyway, mm. um, so here's some other weird laws. It is in Detroit. There's a city ordinance that is. It is illegal to sleep in a bathtub. Like said so to sleep in a bathroom? To sleep in a bathtub. Okay. In the tub itself. Mm-hmm. In the tub itself. Yeah. Okay. Um in let's see, where is this? Oh, Schema, Scamina County in Washington passed a law in nineteen sixty-nine. Deeming the slaying of Bigfoot to be a felony punishable by five years. As well it should. 
Yeah. <laughs> Leave Bigfoot alone, damn it. He out here trying to live his life, and here y'all come just messing with him, <laughs> fucking with him for what no if reason. Bigfoot is delicious. He's, he, he's, he's where he lives. He's where he lives. Y'all come to his house to fuck with him. Listen, nothing else better to do than enact the law on an imaginary, yeah, whatever. Um, so yeah, let's look, keep religion out of this. He's imaginary, imaginary to you because you ain't seen him yet. Okay. Um, so in Virginia, it is illegal to hunt or kill any wild bird or wild animal including nuisance species on Sundays. However, with the exception of raccoons. <laughs> fuck them coons, Virginia. Why the fuck are the raccoons catching shrapnel? <laughs> Somewhere there's a raccoon like, what the fuck did I do to you? <laughs> you, you can't hold me responsible for Rollo them. Damn. I was laughing but I was like damn what did the raccoons do to get left off the protection list on Sunday right they like it's open no um, so <clears throat> in Vermont it is illegal to prohibit clotheslines the law forbids regulations that prohibit clotheslines, or other energy devices based on renewable resources. Like, people had a whole problem in Vermont with clotheslines? Well, I mean, depending on what kind of dwelling you live in, you know, having to look across your balcony and see your neighbor's drawers hanging, you know, I I can understand. Listen, it's saving it. I don't kink shame. It's green. It's green. Yeah, but then you'll have that one that one stain that you can't get out, and now I got to look at you funny every time I see you. Okay. Unfortunate. So, in Texas, you can get married by proxy. In <laughs> Texas, you can get married uh, <laughs> just by living together. <laughs> <laughs> You can have your boy. Technically, I guess that's technically what she said. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'm, well, yeah, I guess technically that is. But yeah, six months. Yeah, the uh, the threshold for common law marriage is six months. Six, a mere six months. Jesus. Um, I used to have a friend that used to pick a fight with her living boyfriend <laughs> every five and a half months like clockwork. Mm-mm. He never caught on. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, according <sighs> to the Tennessee Constitution, it is illegal to hold public public office if a person does any of the following: fight in a duel, <laughs> or knowingly. You would think if you survived it, you should be able to hold public right. office. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or knowingly be the bearer of a challenge to fight a duel or send and or accept a challenge for that purpose like <laughs> no yeah. gangsters in office I, you know is I human know. is humanity the only species that rewards the weak in the level that we do 
<laughs> right, because I feel like we should bring back duels. Yeah. <laughs> On God. Exactly. I oh. mean, all this all this political fighting in, in, in Washington, we could have been done dispensed with all this. <laughs> Grab your sword. Take our um so last one is no seducing unmarried women in South South Carolina, a law, there's a law in the books that made a man guilty of a misdemeanor. If he seduced an unmarried, an unmarried woman using deception and promise of marriage. So you could do it to a married woman. Oh, deception. Right, 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 right. right. What'd you say? Okay. As, as long as he's, oh, he's allowed to seduce her as long as he's not uh, deceiving her when he does it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Promising yeah. to marry okay. these hoes. Yeah. Okay, so I yeah, thought I okay. did something illegal. Shout out to my ex and SC. You cool? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm all for that law. So. <laughs> You objected at first. <laughs> before well, because I yeah, thought they were saying you can't seduce right. an unmarried woman. And I'm like, how dare you? Well, you can't seduce the yeah, un- unmarried woman. She's going to get to the marriage part. Right, right. If you're trying to make it seem like you're trying to make her, you know, the one. There's a no lying to hoes policy in South Carolina. Right, yeah. Ooh, I know right. a lot of and y'all in trouble. And, they and got strip clubs. Point. They like, shouldn't even be allowed to do that. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I said that was the last one. Here's the last one. My fault. In Rhode Island, you can face up to 20 years in prison if you put out an eye, slit the nose, ear, lip, cut off, bite off, or disable any limb or member of another. Fair. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> My thing is, how does that just not fall up under assault? Like, why is there a sexual detailed law on the books? Like, because technically there would be assault and then battery and then that. Right, right. That's just a little extra me. charge that we about to <laughs> sprinkle up on there because you got out of hand. You know when to say when. Yeah. So Mike Tyson, luckily the fight <laughs> take place. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we were throwing a party during that fight. Uh, that was my man L's birthday. A lot of things happening. Did I ever tell you about I was there? I was there. I was at the fight outside in the hallway on a, and taking a phone call when it happened. <laughs> I was watching it like, what did he do? I don't get it. All I could hear was like, this collective, like, loud gasp and, like, uh, assorted screams. And I was like, the fuck happened in there? <laughs> I was out the hallway on the phone. I was there. <laughs> I missed Real it. Real talk, though. Do you know how hard you have to bite down to bite someone's ear off? I mean, he didn't bite his ear off. I know, but he even got a, a chunk. Pe- even a chunk. Do you know how hard it is to do that? I mean, yes. Can First and foremost, I need braces. My bite ain't tight enough to bite anything off. Listen. Wow. Can you? I mean, no, I can't bite an apple. I have to like tear pieces off. 
with that neck and that jaw, can you imagine how many pounds per pressure he could apply? I mean, I'm sure it wasn't that. What hard. neck? <laughs> well, but I'm saying it has to be so very deliberate. Like, like, like you have to really commit to this is what I'm finna do. Like, it can't just be like, uh, you know, in the moment. Oh, I'm just gonna bite this this person's ear off. You have to commit to that shit. Plotted and planned that? No, I don't think he plotted and planned. Mike wasn't out of his fucking mind. (laughs) As opposed to what? I mean. Mm-hmm. I, you know, he's a much yeah. different person after the shrooms and the weed. Yeah. Back the then, is, I don't find I, it hard at all to believe Mike Tyson would have bit something off of somebody. Yeah. I don't either. But he what wanted I'm to saying eat their is, children. What I'm saying oh. is, you have to commit to doing it <laughs> because it's not that easy to just bite through flesh like that. Yeah. I mean, unless your jaws are built for it. Like a dog can do it easily. You know? Iron Mike. They call him Iron. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's my um, ending on weird laws. Um, and so for my last topic, we're going to um, <clears throat> we're going to Take a little deep dive into the uh, whole pay the arts Ow. thing and why it got started on that. So there's a young man <clears throat> who I had every intention on calling his name out to our thousands of listeners. <laughs> uh, <laughs> however, um, I've done a little research and I'm not going to call his name out because the jury is still out on a few things. However, I'm going to say what it looks like, right? So there's a young man who put up an Instagram post that there are supposed to be this group of gospel artists that are going on tour. Um, and we're talking Ty Tribbett, uh, Clark Sisters, Kirk Franklin, several others. So these aren't just, you know, people trying to get their weight up in the industry. These are major names, right? And they're supposed to be doing something called the reunion tour or whatever in a bunch of different cities. So the post that he put up was, uh, you know, the reunion tour is looking for uh, photographers and videographers, right? And at the bottom, it says volunteer opportunity, right? Okay, so when my friend told me about it, I was like, uh, hell no. Like, right. you know, um, I didn't even know the particulars. Um, it was just like an immediately no, no to me. Like the person who put up the flyer, never heard of this young man ever. Um, but I'll get back to that. I'm sorry. Our co-host say hello. Hi, little mama. Hi, little little YouTube girl. Okay. Um, I need you to go. I need you to go that way. Um, 
So anyway, back to the flyer. Um, I didn't know if this he was the promoter. I, I didn't know how this concert was being put together or I didn't know what was going on. But when I first saw it, I thought to myself, are you kidding? First of all, you know, you have these major names. You got to know that this isn't a free a free event, you know, and you're going to be charging all this money for tickets. They probably doing these concerts in various churches where the cost of the venue is cut down tremendously because the majority of these churches want something like that coming there so that they can try to increase their membership because the churches are struggling to stay alive. It's like costs are being cut all the way around and you want photographers and videographers to come and give their skills, talent, and time for free. It's like, what kind of foolishness is that? Um, As I did a little bit of research, the young man, uh, it appears to be that the young man is not necessarily the blame. What it looks like to me, um, because this young man is now a, like I guess a major player in the gospel game, um, in the music game, as far as being a photographer and he's making good money and all of this other stuff. What he discussed basically was that when he was trying to first get into doing this, there was a lack of opportunities for him to even build a portfolio. So when somebody had came to him and said, "Hey, you know, you're you." you've got these connections and resources or whatever. Why don't you reach out to people in the different cities if you can and give somebody else some of the access that you have or have, right? And so on one end, that sounds great. And if it is not so much that this young man is like, let's just trying to get a bunch of work for free, which it kind of looks like he's probably not. Whoever suggested that to him definitely knows what it is and was like, you know what? We can get a whole bunch of content <laughs> on these concerts and not have to pay these folks, um, you know, if we let him do this. He <clears throat> On one end... I can understand that if you are trying to get into celebrity concert, photography, videography, that getting access is hard. It was hard before COVID. It's 10 times harder now, right? I get that. But um, there are literally people in the industry who have always, you know, tried to get over on photographers and videographers or whatever saying that, Oh, well, it's an opportunity, you know, it's exposure and this, this, that, and the other. Meanwhile, they get your materials and half of them don't even tag you. Or if you put logos on your stuff, they try to get rid of them. If it's pictures, so on and so forth. Like it's just, it's disgusting. It's just absolutely disgusting. That was going to be my question. If I volunteer to shoot your event, who owns the photos? Well, uh, unless you sign a contract, um, unless you sign a contract with them where they're saying that they're basically, they have exclusive rights to whatever it is that you turn in. The photographer and videographer always has the uh, rights to their material. However, right, but, oh, go ahead. trying to enforce that, yeah. um, once somebody steps over the line is a whole nother issue. And if you do not have the money or 
the, you know, correct resources or whatever to fight these people, especially when you're talking about on the level of, let's just say I take an image that Kurt Franklin loves and he decides he wants to put it on his uh, album. Luckily, I'm a part of an organization that even though I don't have the money to fight them, uh, these, this organization does. But a lot of photographers do not have do not have that, don't know anything about it, so on and so forth, right? Um, yeah. But there, it, my my thing is, is that to you artists out there, part of the reason why this exists in the way that it exists is that so many of us give our craft away for free um, on a regular basis. It's one thing to do a little bit of something here and there to build your portfolio because you would not get access otherwise. However, it doesn't take you filming megastar or uh, taking pictures of megastars who literally have millions of dollars um, and for you to provide promotional material to them to give people an example of your work. If you're going to do that, why not do stuff with folks that's local who really don't have a budget, but somebody can see the quality of your work. You understand what I'm saying? And yeah, you know, a lot of people do it because I, oh, I took a picture of Beyonce, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. It feels like that's going to get them some clout. They get you clout for all of like maybe a day on social media because you took a picture of Beyonce. You understand what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you have people out there who take advantage of us like that because we allow uh, them to take advantage of us like that. If we stop shooting their stuff for free, then they have no other recourse but to pay us if they want yeah. their stuff documented. So that's just my statement. Any thoughts? As you said in the beginning, oh, pay the artist. Pay. And like I said in the beginning, pay everybody. Pay, pay the everybody. auto workers. Pay the writers. Pay, you know, the the staff. The the uh, pay everybody. Damn. Pay. Everybody. I mean, why y'all just? I mean, some of y'all just hoarding money for no reason. Well, I mean, it's going up anyway. Capitalism. <laughs> And that's a whole yeah. thing because if you're not a photographer or a videographer, a lot of people just assume like, well, it's no sweat, shh, it's no sweat off of their back or whatever. Like that is just so easy, but they don't take into consideration that there's a um, a maintenance cost to cameras. You know how much your gear costs, cards cost. You got to actually get there, so on and so forth. You understand what I'm saying? Those are things that are not taken into consideration and. For well, those people who try to lowball, for t I'm sorry. Give me two seconds. Hey, no, no. We, the Threesome Podcast, will be back in approximately 45 seconds. <laughs> I see that. <sighs> um, I can't hum. Those who try to lowball. Um, the people in the industry, like if I tell somebody for a concert. You know, okay, give me five bills or whatever. You know, I'll shoot your concert. And they'll say, oh, well, what about 250 It's like, dude, you really literally trying to pay me, what, like $30 an hour? Because at the end of the day, 
your concert is going to run from between opening act and me getting there early just to get position and so on and so forth. You're literally trying to pay me like $30 an hour on top of the time that it takes for me to go home and edit stuff. You know, um, it's like, no, 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 but it's, it's getting bad. Um, it's always been bad, but it's getting worse and, and worse. And at some point, you know, we as artists have really got to learn how to stop giving away our gift for free, which is part of the reason why it's not valued. That's just my yeah. two cents. Well, I'll tell y'all what I always tell people. Uh, no is an entire sentence. Absolutely. <laughs> no further explanation needed. No, Yeah, you don't have to justify it. <laughs> You don't have to back it up. Ow! Will you will you do such and such for free? No. Keep it moving. Keep in mind that attention is not currency. It is not. Exposure is not currency. I can't go to my local utility company and, you know. Exactly. <laughs> with yeah. with uh, social media follows and pay my bill. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I can't. I, I, I can't give y'all money this month. But, you know, I got visibility. I got likes. <laughs> <laughs> that big said, if you know how to market yourself, well, you can turn fame into money, but there's a million people trying to do the same thing. Exactly. That are willing to work harder than you at it. Yeah. So... That was just my, that was my two cents. And that is the end of my three topics. Do any of you good people have anything else to add to it? Um, or to add to the so, podcast itself? So you actually watched The Wilderness, huh? Yeah, that, that was wild. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't know if anybody listening um, actually checked out the show that she uh, suggested called The Wilderness on Amazon prime um that was wild it was also good kind of a little bit of a plot twist which is hard to find in uh remakes you know tv shows <laughs> and shows and series and stuff like that these days because yeah. like you know there's so much redundancy out there in the writing it's like you can damn near write this you can damn near write it as you go along you already know what's about to happen so um there were a few plot twists in there and you know They'll switch up in there. I appreciated that. Um, but that was wild. And I hope, I hope and pray I never <laughs> run into a dude like that because my man was a piece of work. Um, he was. <laughs> he, his picture, did, the picture of his you character find, should be in the dictionary of uh, narcissists. Did, did you find yourself, um, you know, wishing for her to kill him? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I, was. I wanted her to... I, I mean, the, the, the better thing was what actually ended up happening to him, I suppose. Cause, but, well, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I'm like, you need to take him out. Like, yeah. So it's the Hunger Games? <laughs> no. That was that show I was talking about. The Sounded like the same plot. Oh, no, not even <laughs> no, close. No, not even close. Yeah. No, because love changed the game. Magic. 
Yeah, ladies, don't fall in love with a guy that's been trying to kill you the whole time. <laughs> Fucking hated that goofy ass movie. What, Hunger oh. Games? Yes. I like the Hunger Games. I thought they did a good job of um, keeping to the book and everything. So Showing a yeah. suck ass broad. Well, at least the first one. I, you know. That's the only one I watched, and after that, I was done. No, no. I like the Hunger Games. I mean, it was entertaining, <laughs> you know, and I got, you know, little sayings out of it, you know. I've never seen that many Maybe people fall asleep in one movie in theater in my life. Oh, no. People was falling asleep where you <laughs> I would say a good third of the theater fell asleep during that movie. <laughs> uh, you probably went at like nine o'clock at night. Well, that's not late. Something. If it's interesting, that's not late to be kissing. <laughs> I, have I ever ever fallen asleep in the movie theater? I have. Like, shit, that could be a oh, whole topic time. with the amount yeah. of movies I done fell out on. Yeah. Yeah, I know at least one time I did, and I was real mad about that time because my niece and nephew wanted to go see, oh, this is how long ago it was, they wanted to go see that Jimmy Neutron movie, oh. and um, I didn't have any time in my schedule, so I took them not to the matinee, and that's where I first fucked up, right? <laughs> took them, so it was I paid for me. My child and my niece and nephew uh, at the time, because the third one wasn't with us. So I paid for all of them at not matinee prices. <laughs> and of course, you know, we had to get some concessions because, you know, it's an experience or whatever. Um, Ten minutes into the movie, they were all out. Damn. <laughs> I was so hot. I, I wanted to wake them all up. You took them to the movies during nap time. Your fault. Well, during sleep time, not even lap time. I was like, <laughs> it's like I wanted to be like, get y'all asses up, y'all expensive asses up. But yeah. So I said, never again. I said, don't y'all ever ask me to take y'all to a movie that ain't a matinee. I was just getting ready to say, you know better. Kids be out. like <laughs> Kids be out. like You can't take them to do stuff late and expect them to stay up. They be out. I remember yeah. um, I've fallen asleep through quite a few Mario Van People flicks. And even though I like him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I get it, though. I, uh... I've fallen asleep. I remember falling asleep on Vampire in Brooklyn, too. Oh, me too. I wouldn't even who went to theaters for that. I still haven't <laughs> seen it. Well, I didn't go, yeah, I didn't go to the theater. I, I fell asleep watching it. I think it was on, on a DVD at the time. Um, <laughs> at home, I done fell asleep on a whole bunch of movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, definitely at home. But I've, um, I've fallen asleep in the drive-thru. Um I fell asleep on Meteor Man um, in the drive-thru. Oh, um, oh, in the drive. But you know what? Drive-in. Drive get you. Or drive because, in. Yeah, that's what I meant. The drive-in. Y'all was in. watching movies? <laughs> Losers. 
<laughs> the, the driving gets you, or at least, you know, the Fort Wyoming used to get you because you could see two movies. So in order to maximize no dollar. <laughs> your dollar, exactly, you would stay for both movies. Now, after you just sat through one movie, <laughs> the second movie is hard to get through. No, I fell asleep on Avatar, The Last Airbender, and uh, rightfully so. <laughs> so. La who's hers? <laughs> Forget you. I remember. <laughs> now, nah, forget your date. That shit was basura. <sighs> oh, I wasn't with a date. Who goes to no, the with- Okay. That's worse. Oh. <laughs> no, it's because we had the kids with us. We had kids. And so we were like, yeah, she's going to drive in because they're going to fall asleep anyway. And, you know. They did. They kids, well, if you drive any longer than 15 minutes, they're going to sleep anyway. Except for my grandma. She be going to say, not my child. Michigan, checking out the world. Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. I learned real early on that that car thing did not work for her. She's like, Ooh, what's that? What's that? What's that? <laughs> yeah, some kids are too damn nosy for that trick. Yeah. Hmm. And my All right, people. No I'm calling seat. it a night. <laughs> okay. No, no, Jim. Uh, I'm thinking. Oh, your hater is your best guide for actual greatness. Absolutely. If you like the show, tell friends, tell foes, tell hoes. And if you don't, tell the whole thing in it. Whatever happened to threads? Anyway. It's the Threesome Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, there. the Threesome Pod on Twitter. I never went to it. We're like, it's like Twitter, but it's made by Instagram. Like, Twitter allows nudity, Instagram doesn't. That's not the same thing. I just looked at it the other day, and I mean, I'm like, I'm, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> like, there, there's, there's just too much new stuff. I, I got other stuff I need to concentrate on. Yep. Good night, anyway. folk. Thanks yeah, for going to walk joining the dog. in. Walkie doggy. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sure.